The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Which wrestler has the best physique? Oh, man. Oh, my God. I don't know. Male or female? There are a lot of wrestlers that have good physiques. Is uh, the Masterpiece still wrestling? I don't know. I mean, I'm torn. Like, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Okay. I know I may get a lot of crap for this, but I might as well say it. Roman Reigns. There you go. Okay. Finn Balor. Finn Balor? Yeah. Yeah, Finn Balor. You both both say Finn Balor. Yeah, Finn Balor. I got to go old school with The Rock. Okay. How about Alexa Bliss? Oh, female? Yeah, hey, I didn't say male or female. You guys can boo him all you want, but hey, he's got a good physique and he's the top guy. Believe that. Which wrestler has the best physique? The one I came to see today, Seth Rollins. Yeah. <laughs> I go with Lex Luger when he had the when he had the physique. He had the elbow and the, he used to knock the, wrestlers out like crazy. Oh. Total package, right? Total package. Um, Alexa Bliss isn't bad on yeah. that department. Cool. Is his physique better than Alexa Bliss's physique? I don't know. What do you think? Making his return to the Mike Durban show. I had this young man on a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what did we talk about? Uh, we talked about my time at uh, StarCast and All that's, In. That's right. That's right. This is the great Nate Milbank. Thank you very much, Mike. Good to have you. Good or good to be on. If sorry, yeah, I'm I'm having you. You got a guest with you tonight, so why don't you introduce him, ladies and gentlemen? This is my brother, uh, Lucas. How's it going, everyone? Lucas, mm-hmm. welcome to the show. And both- you are the younger brother, right? I'm yes. the younger. Yes, yeah, six years younger. Thank you for having me. We're both hockey wow. marks, and we both used to play. You did. Yes, I was goaltender. He was defenseman. Take it from me, Mike. He was the better player than I was. <laughs> So, Nate, um, we're all wearing hockey jerseys right now. Mm-hmm. I have the Blackhawks home jersey, the white one. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. It's been a while. Let me let me rephrase that. I haven't been to a game in a long time, Nate. I'm wearing the uh, Blackhawks road jersey, the white one, right? Yeah, they uh, they changed the sweaters around 0304. The colors are now home. White is the road, which works better, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, so you're wearing a unique jersey. I've never seen that before. This is um, – I, I got this off of eBay. This is a game-issued jersey for the Cardiff Devils. They're a team that plays in the EIHL based out of the United Kingdom. It's an eight-team league. I actually went to one of the games a few years ago. Uh, it was the Milton Keynes Lightning against the Devils. If you want to know what that's like, just picture a – Regular hockey game, but with UK soccer fans. Wow. Like, they have their own chants, their own songs and whatnot. They're very passionate. Do they chant, this is awesome at all? No, 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 no. Look up chants for teams like Newcastle or Manchester United or uh, Fulham or what have you. Like, for the record... I know he's looking over here, but there's nothing he's reading off of. This is just all just knowledge. Yeah, I, yeah. There's, Nate's got a great memory. I've no, seen I know, him. Just, he uh, last time he he listed off a bunch of wrestlers, like some Japanese guys, like the Four Pillars of Heaven is what they were called from all Japan in the '90s. Give me those names again. They were Mitsuharu Misawa, Toshiaki Kawada, Akira Tawe, and my personal favorite, Kenta Kobashi. Wow. 
That is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate, how many jerseys do you have? I would have to go into my closet and count them. Like until I was out of college every year, I would get a new Jersey for Christmas. I think I have like over 20, but that's just an estimate. Now I got this special Jersey right here. See the back of it. Nice. I have a Blackhawks Jersey in my collection. I have Bobby Hull. Wow. Yeah. I also have a red Jersey, uh, Ben eager. I don't even know if he's in the league anymore. I think he's out. All right, so Nate, uh, I got you guys on for a reason. Um, hockey season starting soon, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in a, uh, preseason, I believe starts uh, this weekend. Um, so we got some new players coming into the league. We're gonna just talk about w- what you think is gonna happen. Yeah, we're gonna go through this uh, division by division. I sent you uh, some notes if you have them open. Yeah. But, like, we're going to go through them uh, starting in the east, moving out west. Okay. Go ahead. This is all you. So we're going to start off in the Atlantic Division. And at a glimpse, I think that the Atlantic Division, like, the top two teams are set in stone. It's going to be Tampa Bay and Boston. Boston were runners-up in the Stanley Cup Finals last year. They have a very young and hungry team. They've got two great veterans with Patrice Bergeron and... um, uh, Brad Marchand, and one of the top goaltenders in the league with Tuka Rask. Plus, they have loads and loads of youngsters on the team. Jake DeBrusque, Danton Heinen, and they got a great acquisition at the deadline last year in Charlie Coyle. Mm. The Lightning, meanwhile, are coming off in one of the most embarrassing playoff losses ever. Like, Did you mm. see what happened to them last year? They had a 62-win season last year. President's Trophy winner by a country mile swept in the first round by the Blue Blue Jackets. They had never won a playoff series until that moment. Mm. But I think that it's going to be Toronto or no, no, not Toronto, Tampa and Boston for the top two. The third seed, though, it's going to be up in the air between either the Leafs Or the Canadians, I personally pick the Canadians because they have a strong defense. They've got young players like Arturi Lekanen and um, a youngster by the name of Ryan Paling who's coming up out of St. Cloud State. Plus, they've got the best goaltender in the NHL right now with Carey Price. My brother, uh, brother, uh, who do you think is going to win between uh, Montreal and Toronto? I think Toronto will finish second. Boston third, and Montreal will maybe sneak in at a wild card spot. But well, Nate, uh, you know Jeff Lane is from Buffalo. Ah, I, yes. I didn't hear you mention Buffalo at all. So <laughs> what do you have to say? To <laughs> on Jeff the Twitch here? stream, on Vince Russo's Twitch stream, I said, yeah, Buffalo's looking pretty good this year. Well, maybe not this year, but they they might have a chance. They could get a wild card spot. Ah, forget it. <laughs> and and the Senators have no hope. No. Yeah, no. no, we didn't mention them. The, the, the best way to think about the Senators is that last year, their general manager, Reed Puppet for their ownership, Pierre Dorian, um, he was being interviewed by TSN during a preseason game. And they were basically grilling because they lost a lot of their key players. They lost Mike Hoffman. They lost Eric Carlson. They lost a good chunk of the players who were on their uh, conference final run in 2016. And they said, so you've lost all these uh, players, but you've got a lot of youth on the roster, but there's also a lot of inexperience. What do you have to say about the Senators going forward? 
mm. were a team. And that was not, that was a shoot. I did not pause for dramatic effect. He Pierre Dorian paused for like 10 seconds before uttering the phrase, we're a team. Wow. So All right, we, so what's, what's the next division here? We've got the Metropolitan Division, and that is going to be a bloodbath. Yeah. There is a lot of X factors and things that could possibly go any which way mm-hmm. in this division. My pick is going to be Carolina, and the keyword for Carolina is going to be defense because they have one of the best defensive uh, cores in the league. I see the uh, Rangers have acquired some some nice young talent. Oh, yeah, they got the second overall pick in uh, Capo Caco, and they got the top free agent on the market with Artemi Panarin. Um, and then, there, of course, there's our team, the Devils, and we got the first overall pick with Jack Hughes. We acquired one of the hottest defensemen on the market, P.K. Subban. We added depth to our right wing with John Hayden. We acquired an elite Russian sniper with Nikita Gusev. And um, we've got some interesting prospects going, but I'm skeptical as to whether or not we'll even be competitive for a wild card spot. I'd like to hope that we can take the next step forward, but I don't know. Uh, let's fast forward to the end of the year. Uh, what's Washington going to do? Washington, are they going to keep that core intact? I th- I think they'll try. Like If there's any player from the cup team that's on his way out, it'll likely be Braden Holtby because they have a good goaltending prospect in Ilya Samsonov, who will be playing in Hershey this year in the AHL. And um, they've got uh, some questions going on regarding uh, contracts this offseason because there's a lot of key guys who need to be paid. But I think Washington will do their best to try and keep that core intact. I think they'll either win the Metro or at least take second because it's going to be between them and Carolina. Uh, The third team I think is going to take the Metro is Philadelphia because they have one of the best prospect pools in all of hockey. You have Morgan Frost. They got Morgan Frost, Philip Myers, Joel Farabee. Um, They took Cam York in the first round this year. He's really good. Carter Hart is going to have his first full year. He's going to be a franchise goalie. Hopefully he can stop that goaltending carousel because Philadelphia has not had a consistent goaltender in net since Ron Hextall. The the thing with Philadelphia is that they finally found their head coach in Elaine Vigneault. He coached the Rangers to several successful seasons, and he's got some good assistance. I think that Philadelphia will finally break out of their funk this year. Uh, so let's go on to the Central Division. The, uh-huh. That's my division. Yes. So let's start with the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks are interesting because I can't tell whether or not they're still trying to compete or if they're rebuilding. They do have two great young talents with Alex Debrinkit, and this year they're bringing up Adam Bokvist, whose brother Jesper plays for the Devils. But, like, they traded one of their young defensemen for an unproven commodity in Alex Nylander. And Corey Crawford, I think this is pretty much going to be his final year before he retires because he has been injured to oblivion. Yeah. The only thing to worry about is is their defense a little bit, but they still got some solid guys back there. They still have Duncan Keith, who's still good. Yeah, Brent Seabrook's old. Yeah, his contract's not great, but he's still a good defenseman. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Colorado. We'll, we'll, we'll go to Vince Russo's team, Colorado yeah. Avalanche. This is a team that I'm very hot on, and it's because they have the best top line in all of hockey. Nathan McKinnon, Gabriel Landis-Cog, and if he signs, 
Miko Rantanen. Rantanen was, I was he nominated for the uh, Hart Trophy this year? I don't, I don't know. But the Rantanen was averaging a point per game. He was over a point a game. Yeah, he had a hundred point season. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, where they're really questionable is in net. Their goaltender Philip Grubauer is decent, but he's hardly a stud in net. I think they'll either make the top three or at the very least get a wild card spot. I can't see the Avalanche missing the playoffs with this core unless everything goes horribly, horribly wrong. All right, so what about Jason Powell's team? That's the uh, Minnesota Wild. Uh, Jason Powell's a uh, writer for uh, Pro- ProWrestling.net, just yeah, letting you know, man. That's unfortunate for him. <laughs> a wild fan. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah he, it's not that he's a dirt sheet writer. It's because he's a wild fan in the wild. They're going to be mediocre. Yeah. They sign those contracts for Suter and Parisi are finally starting to rear their head. Their roster has become stagnant. They've got some good, they've got a good farm team. I'll give them that. But in the central, which is getting more and more crowded, Minnesota is going to be the odd man, odd men out them and Winnipeg. Yeah. Do you remember a player named Martin Havlat? Yes. I remember Martin Havlat. He used to play, he, uh, he played for the Devils back when Lou Lamorello thought signing aging veterans was a good idea. Wow. Yeah, uh, he played here for a while, and then I think he went to Minnesota right after leaving yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Is he still in the league? Uh, no, he's retired. Oh, God bless him. Then we go on to Jeff Jarrett's team, the Nashville Predators. The Predators, I think, are a lock for the playoffs, especially since they got Matt Duchesne. But the problem is that they've they've underachieved in the playoffs. Their power play didn't convert a single goal in the playoffs. Or I think they like scored less than five power play goals in the playoffs. And I feel that if they underperform in the playoffs again, that Peter Laviolette's going to be out of a job. Well, there's one team uh, we have to mention in the Central that I think a lot of people are going to be sleeping on this season is the Arizona Coyotes. I think they could have made a wild card spot last year had their team not been injured to all oblivion. A majority of their team was injured, but by the end, it looks like things were ever the pieces were coming together. They just fell short. Yeah. What about uh, Chris Jericho's Winnipeg Jets? They're not making the playoffs. They they're undergoing a serious cap crunch, and two of their top players, Patrick Laine and Kyle Connor, still have yet to be given contracts. Wait, they, wait, wait. Before we get into that, we haven't mentioned the Stanley Cup champions. The oh, yeah. Players. That's that's the biggest question mark to me in the Central, the St. Louis Blues, because what a story that was. You talk about my brother mentioned the NHL being hard to predict mm. this year. The St. Louis Blues were shouldn't have won the Stanley Cup last year. They shouldn't have. They completely bombed out of the gate and were dead last, not in the West, in the entire NHL. They fired Mike Yeo as their head coach, brought in Craig Berube, went on an 11-game winning streak, had this third-string goaltender named Jordan Binnington play out of his mind and made the playoffs as a wildcard team. They upset the Jets in the first round, beat the Stars in six, harpooned the San Jose Sharks and made it all the way to the finals calling Gloria. It's 
a story that you couldn't r- even write a script for. It was that amazing, but I don't think the St. Louis Blues are going to have lightning strike twice. Um, you mentioned the Coyotes. Uh, do you think they're going to move after the season? They get an arena in Tempe, then I think it's a matter of when, not if. And if they do move, I think it's going to be to Houston because it's in the West. It's in plus they have a history of hockey with the Houston Arrows in the WHA, the IHL, and then we're folded into the AHL. So they Houston has that history of hockey. Um, you don't think the Ducks are going to do well at all, right? They had a disaster of a season last year. Like the team just completely fell apart this year, and Brian Murray is still their GM. Um, what about Bret Hart's Calgary Flames? Flames to me are the lock for the Pacific, but as I wrote in my notes, the flame that burns twice as bright burns out twice as fast, and the Flames unfortunately proved that they're not a playoff team. What about Chris Benoit's favorite team? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. Edmonton Oilers. Ah, the Oilers. You know, they had some great years in the 80s, kind of. Then they absolutely sucked in the early 90s, turned things around by the late 90s into the early 2000s. Then their last great year was like around 2006, and they have been mediocre ever since. And it's all due to that front office. Uh, Do you know what Dave Meltzer's favorite team is? The Sharks. San Jose Sharks. I know he's a Sharks fan because he was wearing a Sharks jacket in a photo he took with that giant Baba statue. Yeah, he wore a Sharks jacket in Japan. Um, so let's talk about the great Disco Inferno and his favorite team. The superior one, Disco <laughs> Inferno, and the Knights. <laughs> the superior one I, and the, the superior team, the Vegas Golden Knights. The the Knights, I think they'll probably be either number one or number two in the Pacific. As I said, the Pacific Division is easily the weakest in the NHL, but the Knights definitely will stand out. I think they're going to rebound from basically blowing it in game in game seven and disco i know you can bitch about the refs all you want but be honest man the knights shouldn't have given up all those goals on a five minute major when when you have a bad call like that you need to stay firm and keep composed and unfortunately the knights just lost it let's see who do we got left no the vancouver canucks this is uh another one of the teams i feel is a sleeper hit um if they sign brock besser they could compete for a wild card spot because they have their forward for the future with Elias Pettersson. Uh, they got, um, was it Tyler Ennis or Tyler Myers? This Tyler off- Myers. Yeah. They got Tyler Myers this off season to help out their defense. And they've got the goaltender of the future coming up. Uh, Boston college's Thatcher Demko. Give me the uh, Stanley cup winner. Let's predict it. Now we'll check back in at the end of the season. I like Vegas in the West. I think that this is the year they finally come back and make it out West. But again, who knows? The season goes. The East is really hard to predict. I like Carolina, but it could be Boston again. But, you know, just for the hell of it, because I'm high on the team, I am going with Carolina. Okay. Because I like what Tim Dundon is doing with the team. They've got a great young core with a fruitful farm system. Their farm team, the Charlotte Checkers, won the uh, Calder Cup last year. Mm. Mm. And did I right. mention? And I mentioned they might finally have their goalie of the future with Alex Nedeljkovic. Luke, <sighs> I'm still thinking over here. Um, all right, you think about it, Nate. I'm going to show you something. You said you played hockey. Yes, I used to play hockey. 
All right. Can you see my video on the screen? Yes, I see it. Yeah, my friend right here in this video, he punched me. We were we were having a hockey fight. He punched me in just the right spot, and he bruised a rib. And for like three months afterward, I had to consciously take every breath. Like I I, I couldn't breathe it normally. It hurts, had right? To... Like you feel it in like it, it, yeah. It feels like it feels like your lungs are like messed up. Yeah. But like... I, I I didn't know what happened, man. Yeah, and, no. and uh, yeah, it was a bruised rib. It wasn't even broken. It was just bruised, but it fucked me up, man. So take a look at this. It's kind of far away, but you, it doesn't even look like much. It was just a quick jab, but he really fucked me up, man. Yeah, you can't even see it, really. Yeah. But it's like, it, it was bad, man. He really got me. Oof. Those were shoot punches. <laughs> yeah. Um, Motherfucker. I, I look at those black Blackhawks jerseys, and the first thing that comes to mind is uh Bob Probert. Yeah, he was on uh, Nitro once. Oh yeah, he <laughs> fought Tank Abbott. No, oh I don't remember that, but I do remember he. It was like '95 or '96. He was the guest of Ric Flair. But uh yeah, you, have you made up your mind, man? I have. Um, All right, let's hear it. So out of the West, I'm gonna make a bold prediction. I'm gonna go with Calgary, just because there's been so much parody in the league. You know, no one would have expected St. Louis beginning of the year, mid-year, even when they made the playoffs, no one would expect them to go all the way. So I'm going to go bold with them. Out of the East, I've got Toronto, just because <clears throat> they don't have Kadri on that roster anymore, which some people would look at as a weakness. But They got Alex Kerfoot. They got Alex Kerfoot, who I feel more fit for a third-line role and isn't quite as like much of an emotional player. Kadri kind of tends to take himself out of the game and take stupid penalties, so... I'm going to go with Toronto winning the cup just to be bold, just because you know, a lot of people are kind of, I don't know, don't really like to think Toronto is going to be good this year like my brother over here. There's an old joke that goes around in the hockey circles. Why is the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto? So that Leaf fans can see the cup. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I do think they're going to be good this year. and I think they will be too. The question is, you know, how are they going to fare come playoff time? I think they'll be good. Yeah. So what's going on in your in your world, Nate? What's well, uh, how's the monster? What's that? What's that thing you're in? Robot Wars? Oh, uh, bat, well, BattleBots. Um, BattleBots. Yeah. Well, uh, my friend Brandon and I we do reviews for BattleBots and other robot combat related shows on the Hardcore Podcast. You can check that out on YouTube at Headbanger142. Fair warning though, we don't have it on SoundCloud or Spotify because Brandon is too lazy to do it. Fucking Brandon. Uh, did Brandon get a upgrade in his internet service yet? Uh, I believe so. Okay, because last did. time he was really he kept freezing on us. He kept dropping uh -huh. out. Yeah, yeah he you, wasn't he wasn't doing too well. You can find me on Twitter at otakunate30. On Instagram, I am Natendo Wee. That is N A T E N D O W I I. And this weekend, I have yet another one of my anime conventions. I'm going to Colossal Con East in the Poconos at the Kalahari. That is a hotel resort with a water park, and I'm doing two panels that weekend. I am doing a panel on my favorite anime director, Satoshi Kon, a man who directed four masterpiece films and unfortunately went way before his time. And I'm doing a panel on the anime bubble of 2007 and 2008 and just what happened. So you, when you say you're doing a panel, is it just you up on on stage by yourself? Yeah, yeah, wow. like I'm doing a TED Talks. Oh no way! Are we gonna see some footage of this? Uh, no, but I might bring my uh, I might bring a recorder to record the panel. 
please do. Oh, that would be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have one of those little um, microphones, like? Uh, no, no. Um, well, well, like a like a handheld microphone, because yeah. it's like at a desk or something. Like if you if you ever seen any panels at like a comic convention, you know what those are like. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. I'm sure you're gonna do well. It's something mm-hmm. that you love, so it's got to be no problem. I think for you. that what's what makes it what makes it gr- easy for me to present at these conventions is that I'm at least passionate about what I present, and that passion comes through yes. in a lot of my panels. And that passion to me extinguishes any fear of speaking in front of a crowd of people. Actually, what um what concerns me more is that nobody shows up to my panel. Ah, uh, yeah. Are there going to be any ladies at this convention watching your panel? Um, yes, I do get a few f- fair amount of female viewers, indeed. I know that the ladies love uh, anime and they love cosplay, right? Yeah, actually. Do you um, cosplay uh, at all? I cosplayed like twice in my life. I was Taiso from the show called Giant Robo the Animation, and I was Detective Gumshoe from uh, Phoenix Wright. Luke, I don't think you, I don't feel that you're into this kind of stuff, right? He's not. No, no I can tell. No, I'm a jock. I've always <laughs> been a jock. I was more. I was. I was a pure soul, and then I discovered anime, and then my life was ruined. What were you into before anime came into your life? I was more of a video gamer, to be honest. Yeah. Like I was. I would play my Nintendo game consoles for ages, and I was a Nintendo fanboy, and then I discovered everything else. Nate's a lot more interesting than I am. Nate, are you going to go to uh, StarCast 4? That's kind of near you, Baltimore. Um, I don't think so. I am thinking of going to Full Gear, like maybe just getting like an overnight hotel because yeah. Baltimore is as a opposed to a uh, as opposed to a daytime hotel. <laughs> yeah, like I, Baltimore is a three hour drive from my home. Oh, you got to go. You got to go. Yeah, I. I think uh, we got to wrap this up because my brother wants to go. Wants yeah, to work going, out. I'm going to the gym. Yeah, bring Nate with you. You know what, you guys? I know, actually worked out already, so I'm good. If you guys ever run into each other, you got to see his calves. He's got. Actually, I sat right next to Nate at a K100 panel. Keeping it 100. Oh, yeah. Do you play with That's toys? I. The only time I interact with my toys is. Wait when a minute! I have did to you just say interact with your toys? That's right. It's when I have to. It's when I have to move them. This kid's calves. I'm not kidding you. Are like, the, the yeah. radius on them is probably close to a foot. These things are huge. Dave, I got to start doing some squats and some powerlifting. I do a lot of squats actually. All right, Luke. So good. Nice to meet you. All right, you, Nate. Nice to meet you, Nate. Nice meet thank you. you as always, and we'll we'll see you on down the road, Nate. All right, uh, if you want to do a, a show up that talks about my time as an anime fan, I'd be open for that too. But let's move it. Uh, let's space it out a little bit. I don't want to sure. talk to you. I think the the Russo brand fans don't want me like on ev- like a week after the NHL predictions. Yeah, we don't want to overexpose you. Yeah. All right, Nate. Hey, take care, man. Thank Thanks you. Thanks a lot, Mike, and thank right, you buddy. very much.